Smith, the TFON podcast here for season three, episode eight. Got a special guest. If you guys been listening to the podcast, know that this young man has been on the pod multiple times. Just a few weeks ago, we chopped it up after was that the the air no Arkansas game. Arkansas game. The yeah. Arkansas game. So we got got my big brother Dan Sellers in the building. How you doing today? Man, I'm hanging in there, man. Good to be a Bearcat today. Yes, yeah, definitely is, man. With three and one. Yeah, we had should a be big. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> no joke, man. Like, no joke. I tell people that all the time, but like, they they should have beat Arkansas by two touchdowns at least. Easily. We, Easily. We, we chatted the entire game, so we yeah, we're on the same page. Yeah, people are like, if if if, but like, if you watch the game, they definitely were better than Arkansas. I don't care what nobody say. Yeah, <laughs> no joke. Yeah, that's, that's not the kind of opponent you want to play. I mean, they caught us at the best possible time. Um, yeah, you know, coming off of what nine or ten guys in the NFL, and uh, you know, a lot of new starters and, and uh, different faces, new quarterback. Yeah, and uh, they they benefited, uh, you know, a lot off of that, but you still saw flashes of what you know the receiver and core with all that speed. Um, was capable of, and um, you know, uh, even in that game, uh, you know, the court, Brian missed a, a bunch of easy throws and touchdowns yeah. and first downs. So, but that's that's water under the bridge, and sure. Uh, I'm sure Arkansas is very happy and delighted that they played us first game of the year with their veteran quarterback and their veteran team. So, for sure, for sure, man. So, so. I'm gonna jump right into it. That the Bearcats beat Indiana by 21 points. It was one of those games we started fast and then kind of bogged down in the second half. But they still showed grit uh, just from not really being in that position this year so far, um, being able to tough it out. Like, what what did you see? What were your biggest takeaways on the offensive side of the ball and on the defensive side of the ball? Um, I mean, there's there's a lot of positives and then with, with the positives there there's a lot of negatives i mean i just can't understand you know and i'll start off with a couple of the negatives because the positives were very good yeah um the i just i just don't understand the propensity of the team to constantly average over 10 penalties a game i just don't understand that i don't know what what it is about Lou pickles teams he, his teams have characteristics that you know quite frankly get you beat in Arkansas game that'll get you beat against Tulsa and East Carolina teams that that you know um you know have some talent on their team but but not as deep and and not as good as we are um so it just seems like they mentally sometimes can't finish a game and there there has been times in the past where they they dominated the whole game Houston comes to mind from last year yeah, uh, some of some of those other games when we thought you know they might be the the sleepy Bearcats and they came out and dominated from from opening bell. Yeah. Um, but but in this situation, uh, the penalties um, and then you know especially the second half, just the lack of effort that I saw on both sides of the ball, and um, you know that bothered me. And, and I know that was more or less a letdown, taking the gas off the pedal. Mm. Uh, rather than talent. Um, and then the other thing was the inability to stop the run. Uh, I'm mean, sorry, to uh, establish the run. Oh, yeah. Um, um, they just could not 
move those guys and and they played with seven eight guys in the box the whole game which you know allowed for brian to have the incredible first half that he did have so yeah yeah so those are the things that stick out to me when i think about um you know the game it was it was you know exciting the first half and then um the second half i i almost pulled my hair out which i don't have any as you can tell <laughs> but i almost grew some hair and pulled it out so <laughs> so um i just you know but when you look at it it's you got i don't know how many how many starters they got this year 15 or so new starters yeah full-time starters yeah it might be let's see you got one on the line running back receiver yeah, you probably got about 12, 12 yeah. to 10 to 12, I want to say, like full-time, like legit, that's just your spot. Right. And I, I could be shortening it, but I counted 15. Line, I counted 15 line. new starters, yeah. Yeah, two two in the secondary, or three in the secondary fully, if you count the nickel back. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you might be right. I think it's definitely probably 10 or 11, I'll think about it, even if I'm shorting it. It's a lot. It's definitely double digits. And, so, and, and honestly, you know, if we would have won that game against Arkansas, we'd be in the top ten right now. Yeah, and and that's that's incredible to say when you had that kind of turnover. And yeah. when I say incredible, I guess it's incredible for you know um, all the teams, but maybe six in the country that mm-hmm. can just reload. So you know, I I said at the beginning of the year I gave us two losses, and uh, unfortunately, I, I I thought we would lose to Arkansas. Yeah, I feel you. And, then, and just have that mental letdown that we seem to have every year against somebody very good, um, you know. But <clears throat> with that said, watching the team uh, over the last three weeks, I see that they have the capacity really to uh, run the table. I mean, they, they're a good football team. They just, yeah. They're just doing Luke Fickle team stuff. <laughs> and I, don't, I ain't blaming it on Luke, but yeah. for some reason, since Luke has been here, they have given up ten. They've they've caused ten um, penalties or more every game. It seems like, and 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 one of the worst teams in the country at, at being penalized. And uh, you know that's going to come back to bite you in big games, and, yeah, you know, in league games and competitive games. And they're not under the radar, even though Houston was picked to win the the conference this year. Right now, I think everybody would acknowledge that that Cincinnati is one of the two best teams in the league. Oh, for sure, for sure. And Houston's been dropping the ball a little bit too. So yeah, yeah. Had, had a tough start. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's not helping. Um, Bearcats, even with the loss, you you could arguably say they should have won that game, no matter if you're a Bearcat fan or not. Um, just if you watched it, if you didn't watch the game, then that comment, the comment saying that Arkansas like dogged them or whatnot would be saying you didn't watch the games, look at them score, and they only won by seven anyways. But, um, right, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, it's the SEC team, they beat them. So, um, but, yeah, I think they're, like, it's a very talented group. And I, I knew it. I just didn't know if they would gel fast enough, you know, just being a lot of the new faces, you know, having a new trigger man uh, with Bryant. Uh, but I, I knew they had the talent. And it's, it's showing, like, when you watch it, you know, they beat an undefeated Indiana team 
handedly, you know what I mean, into the second, oh, yeah. second half. If they don't take the gas off and make a couple plays early in that third quarter, um, it could have got real ugly. Yeah. It got real ugly. So no, you're right. Um, so, you know, okay. and then they don't have to lose all, all they lost in the secondary. It's not a, you know, it's not open season back there. You know, they, they're getting a couple more plays than normal, but it's still not, it's still not open season where people are just doing what they want back there. So it just shows to how good they've been recruiting. And, you know, the people staying and buying into the system and it's working. So, yeah, so, I, yeah. I, I, I got to figure out what's going on with, with Brian. I mean, he I mean, he can look super spectacular at times and then he can look very sophomoreish and um, and uh, incapable. It's mm-hmm. like, I don't know. I mean, you know, for the first half, I mean. He played as well as anybody in the country as far as um, hitting his targets, making his reads. Yeah. Um, you know, he threw the long ball well, which he obviously didn't do the first game. Um, but the only thing that really scares me about Ben long term is his lack of mobility. And we've been spoiled um, where, you know, a guy could take off at running the four or five and, and get you 60, 70 yards. Yeah. This guy is a magnet i mean this dude you know he can't he can't avoid a, a feather man He's, <laughs> you know um so i just uh hope we don't get in a, in a scrappy situation where on third down he starts to get pressure and, and make bad throws which you know he doesn't seem like the type of guy and, and, our, and our receivers are really good they're underrated yeah. They are really, really good, and um, uh, those tight ends. When you got a tight end group like that, it makes make your your receivers and your slots so much better. Um, they just get they just get into the spots and to the spaces so much easier when when you've got tight ends that can run the seam and things like that. Um, but uh oh. Good, you still there? Here one second. All right, no, um, it's all good. Yeah, I mean, I'm still sorry, in my uh, phone is doing this. You, you went in ghost mode. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> Marable, what's going on? Can you hear me? Right. Yeah, I hear you. Good. You back? You back? Back loaded, locked and loaded. Oh man, you might be. Let me see. Might have to we'll remove you and bring you back. We'll have our first uh, live technical yeah. difficulty. Can, I can hear you can, though, but you ain't moving. You out here? Uh, you out here? Um, glitched up. Let me see. I'm gonna, I'm gonna remove you and bring you back. All right. Let me see. See if we go on technical difficulties. I'm gonna bring my my guy back. See if that helps. Are you there? No, you kind of you sound like you're on uh soda cans. <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna go ahead and take them all the way out real quick, guys. And then just bring them back all the way. Let's say, boom. 
group. Alright, let's see, let's work through this. This is uh live, live one on one right here. Get my man Dan back in there so we can finish talking about my man Ben Bryan and uh in the Bearcats offense that has been doing pretty pretty good. Had an interesting game on on Saturday, scoring 38 points, then only getting seven in the second half, but just was how they looked. But overall, it's crazy how good this program has gotten where you can win by 21, you can still find some flaws or whatnot. It's crazy. Maybe like when you first joined, Pickle first joined, probably wouldn't be nitpicking as much. That's how good they've gotten. So. Let's see, send this back over to my, my guy. Let's see. So, then we'll finish chopping it up. Talk about that. I'm going to talk about a little bit of Tulsa and some other stuff. Caught me in my workout gear, so y'all watched last week. I had the same T on, but this is when I'll be getting getting a quick little gym workout, get my coach on. So now podcast related. The Texas Texas uh internet doing my, my man dirty. <laughs> Man, Dan, Texas internet not showing no love. He be loading his computer, so as soon as he get back, get back together, I'll, I'll get him back in. But I'll take that that gap to talk a little bit about hoops real quick. Uh, it was just announced today that. Bearcats, men's and women's, will have a uh, season opener that'll be a doubleheader. So that'd be pretty cool. I think the women's game is at five, and then the men's is at eight. So like, if you have a men's ticket, then it, it's good for the women's game as well. And then I know tomorrow is the media day for the men's. So um, my man Neil Meyer will be there. I think I might try to sneak in there. I'm not 100 percent sure if I'll be able to pull it off tomorrow though, because it's around time where I gotta do some grown up stuff. So. Um, might not be able to sneak sneak that off. My man Neil's gonna be in the building and check the practice out as well. So I'm excited to see what they look like. Um, you know, with the transfer they have and then the freshmen that they got in, I think they could be a lot better than last year, um, especially under second year with my man Wes Miller. So um, as you know, he's trying to do his thing on the recruiting trail, and uh, he's he's trying to get dogs, Ryan. Man, people people you will like. Check out, uh, no, he hasn't committed, but uh, check out Jizzle James highlights, Adrian James' son, um, Isaiah Collier. It's the number one guy in the uh, country. They're trying to get him. I don't know if they're going to be able to get him. And it's Arrington, Arrington Page, another guy they're trying to get. I don't know if they're going to be able to get him. Um, then who else? 
I don't know if you hip to Tyler McKinney from Cincinnati, but I know from he won't be this year. It'll be next year, and I want him as well. Pretty bad. Some other guys, but they're trying to get people people you you would like. I know I know what type of people you like to see play, and uh, I think West is trying to get that type of type of person, which will entail make the Bearcats be very dangerous, especially heading into the Big Twelve because it's, it's the conference you cannot go in there with. You got to go in there with a loaded clip. So, and uh, if you uh, if you don't, then you're gonna be in trouble. So, because the Big Twelve is the best basketball conference in the country. I don't care what anybody says. Even if the Bearcats weren't in it in the in the Big Twelve, you you have to say that they're the big best basketball conference in the country. So, you can't go in there with no duds, man. Because you go in there with duds, you're gonna get worked out. So. Bearcats going to the Big Twelve is huge. Got the right guy, you know, man in the ship that knows what kind of people they need. And you know, Houston's still going to be there, man. Houston is a dog team, so gotta be ready for them. So it's uh, you know, West is doing his thing. So I just hope he gets a few yeses soon, sooner than later, and then uh, then we'll roll from there. So, but yeah, Ryan, I'm 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 particularly making this segment for you. Yeah, they 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 getting some. They're trying to get some guys that you, that I know you you will rock with on, on the hoop side for sure. So I'm my man Dan. He back. He finally back up and rolling. So let me get him back in here and we talk some more football. All right. <laughs> what up? What up? You back? I'm I, back. I, I said I said Texas. Uh, <laughs> the Texas internet was doing you dirty. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. No. I too many computers and phones not to have a. You know, I got so much going on. Maybe that's the problem. I got too many phones on the on the uh, server right now. The internet, uh, the router. <laughs> <laughs> you got. You said you had. You got multiple phones out here. Man, just out here doing you dirty. But <laughs> working too hard, bro. My wife don't man. believe it, but it's true. <laughs> it's true. I believe it, man. I believe it. I believe it. So. Yeah, we just I went ahead and just start talking a little bit about the basketball team while you was uh up what uh was getting yourself together. So all right. It, it was good live uh but backpedal. I was in my defensive backpedal right there. So there you go. That's what we back. do. Yeah, that's what we do. Improvise. Improvise, yeah. It was all good. So now I got my guy back. He was talking about Ben Bryan and just what you you said on third down, what you kind of don't want to see per se, but um yeah. Yeah, Overall. I just feel, yeah, I mean, no, no, I, I I mean, he's one of the better quarterbacks in college, you know, he's, he's a top yeah. 20 quarterback, uh, I believe, as far as his stats and everything is concerned and, and, uh, and his percentages. Um, and, uh, you know, I just think that, um, you know, sooner or later, his immobility will hurt us. And, you know, what I mean, what do you trade that for? I don't know. Uh, our offensive line is the key to to success for this whole season. Yeah, if our offensive line stays together and, and, and plays well and protects like they have been, we sh- we should be fine. But we get a, we get up against a team in Florida, um, Central Florida, and um, and Houston with some of those good athletes, those defensive ends and linebackers. Um, you know, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough on us. But uh, so far, so good. You know, yeah. my my only really. <clears throat> I mean, other than they just didn't play the second half, and I didn't like that. And that's something you see sometimes from Luke Fickle's teams, and I don't understand that because I'm sure he's not teaching that. Um, 
but some complacency. But um, the other thing was um, I really thought Luke should have took him out the game for two reasons when he got hurt the second half. One, just to keep his confidence where it was. He lost total confidence of his passing game mm. the second the second half. Uh, when his arm was hurting or whatever. And the, the, the other main reason is he should have got the kid, uh, Prather, an opportunity to play, meaningful plays, to run out there and 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 guide the team and continue the beat down that we were giving them. And because uh, th- that's, that's more valuable to me um, for – for the team than keeping a, a semi-hurt guy out there when you're up three touchdowns. And, um, you know, by getting Prather that experience, you pay dividends down the road, whether it's this year uh, in a backup role or coming in in the game or definitely for the future. And you keep the kid happy, you know. Mm. And, and, I, and I know why – Pickle didn't put him in the game is because, like most coaches, they are afraid of a quarterback controversy. Well, that to me, that's like Dak and uh, Cooper Rush down here. Come on, you know, Dak Prescott is not going to get. He's getting paid twenty five, two hundred fifty million dollars, or wherever he's getting paid. Yeah, get some paper. Cooper, Cooper Rush ain't finna send him down. Send him nah, down. Nah. And, and I, I don't think that I think I don't know what Prather can do. He could be he, he might win the spot. But if he does win the spot, at least you're you're awarding the spot to a guy that has three years left in your program versus a guy that only has one or maybe one, in, you know, in the bonus. But I really thought he should have set him down, number one, for his own good to, to calm down, you know, because uh, you can tell he was he was struggling the second half to even make passes and. And um, mentally, not even the physical piece. Mm. Um, but I definitely would have gotten Prather in, and I think he needs to go moving forward to put some kind of package in there. You got to play this kid for the sake of the program, not just, mm. you know, to go out there and take 50% of the plays, but you got to get this guy ready because that's going to be your guy in the Big 12. Yeah, I get <laughs> you know? what you and so when you're up three and, and, and to me, Luke does this every game since this kid has been been um, um, on the sideline. He, you know, he keeps the other quarterback in just a series longer than they need to. And the kid only gets one or two plays. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, when you're up two, two and three touchdowns late in the game. You know, he should have got in at least the beginning of he should have started the whole fourth quarter because. You know, the kid got hurt because Bryant got hurt. You could tell he was hurt. That's an excuse to pull him out and get this kid some some opportunity, and, mm-hmm. and you won't hurt either one of them. Yeah, you I didn't think about that. I yeah. didn't think about and that, I, yeah. That's a huge mistake, and I guarantee you he kicked himself. Well, maybe not. I don't know. But that was a great opportunity because that kid, when he came in the game against um, Kennesaw State, which they're Kennesaw State, I mean, he was flawless. I don't know if you saw that. I mean, yeah, yeah. Looked like he he looked way more capable than even Bryant. He looked like I'm driving a Cadillac. Bryant's driving a Toyota. He looked smooth. <laughs> he looked under control. That touchdown was so easy for him. And and it was like, wow, 
I mean, I, I was I was like nervous for the guy. Like, man, he's gonna get some significant playing time. I hope he doesn't, you know. Yeah. You know, mail it in. But that kid got in. He was like five for, I don't know, six or something like that. Four for five or yeah, four he, for five. He yeah, he was in. like ninety percent passing and yeah, and two touchdowns. Come on, man. <laughs> nah, he got to play that guy. Yeah, he got yeah. against a good, good Big Ten program. You should have let that guy get in the game. Um, you got to keep that kid happy because, you know, we're not going to be talking about Ben Bryant after this year. It's possible. But the, I, was, I will say this. The positive is, okay, I will say that I, I'm not, I'm definitely on board with him getting some more snaps when, when need be for sure. Maybe having like a red zone package or stuff, maybe help with yeah. the run game. Uh, especially if teams are going to play how Indiana played them, at, uh, you know, how hard it was for them to run. Mm-hmm. That I think. Prater might be a good option for that that re-option because then now you can't just crash down on those right. plays or whatnot. Or it'll loosen them up even on a regular sweep because you'll be like, oh, is he still hoping, holding it if you kind of do like right. roll out afterwards? But um, just in general, if Bryant keeps up the rate, because right now three games, even you take away Arkansas, Arkansas game, he could have probably had 500 yards if he makes oh, yeah. you know, those throws um, in the first half, which is crazy. If you mm-hmm. think about it, but like he could legit, if Bryant keeps going like he's going, he could move up and probably be like a second day quarterback, possibly. If but he has to keep as his numbers per se. Yeah, I, 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 I yeah, I gotta say, I thought about that. I thought about what you're saying, like a like a late round or mid round guy. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I I think his numbers, but I think the eyeball test. You don't think it's? I, I just, I'm just not seeing it. I, okay. I, I see him. If he continues what he's doing, obviously getting a chance and probably getting drafted second or third day. But, um, those guys wide ass open. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. No, I mean, I haven't seen those balls that, you know, blow your mind. Those touch balls that ritter through, you know. Um, but I, I, like I said before, he's a top twenty quarterback and. And you know, it might be you know, he might be able to improve upon that. He keeps doing what he's doing. I'm not yeah. I, by no means am I saying that he's not one of the better yeah. quarterbacks in the country because he is. Yeah. And yeah, that's why they just uh you know put him in the finalists or, or watch list or whatever, not a finalist, yeah. but yeah. um yeah, so I mean his numbers are pretty good. He reminds me of uh uh the guy that, that went to Brigham Young that came to the Bengals way back when had all those numbers, but he was he was tra- he was garbage can juice. Uh, what was his name? Uh, under uh, under Will, Will, no, was it Klinger? Yeah, <laughs> I'm not saying he's gonna be garbage can juice. But I'm just saying he's got his receivers are wide. <laughs> the H open. Yeah. They are wide the hell open. And they are open. He missed five of the mugs against Arkansas. Yeah. And, and he's gotten his and his passes are beautiful. I mean, I mean, I can't I can't take anything from him. I'm still mad at the Arkansas piece. Okay, yeah. I, I'll yeah. admit that. Uh, I just and, 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 and I was the same way. I was hard on Ritter too. I yeah, really for sure, for sure. And um, until I just said I couldn't be hard on him anymore, and I just, yeah. and I just saw what everybody else saw, you know, starting to see, and in, in that his maturity, you know, um, I just think that uh, 
you know, I think he deserves to be the starter. Obviously, he won the job, and yeah. You know, I, but that doesn't just because you're a starter don't mean you, you you don't get substituted or um, because I, I I just you know I just I'm afraid that Prather people see what Prather can do, and um, he's a hell of an athlete. I just I mean I'm concerned about not this year but the next year and the year after. But um, yeah, but I, I you know I'm excited. I just like I just don't I don't like the prospects of him not being able to get up, get away. I'm just not used to that over the last couple of years. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, uh, it's going to be a long time. Yeah, it's been a long time. And, um, I mean, he don't even try. I mean, he don't even look athletic when he runs. It's just like, <laughs> man, I mean, you know, it looks pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't say it looks nice. It don't, that no, don't look no, nice. no. I get but, that. Um, I get that. Yeah, but, I, sure. I, but, but yeah, uh, I, I, you know, only thing – only really critique I have is, like I said, the penalties, um, the the toughness to to smash somebody, smash that bug against the the wall, and and really you know not let them breathe, and then the offensive line run game run blocking is I don't know what I don't know what that was on Saturday, but you know? it's crazy. Like on Saturday, not to cut you off, but on Saturday that was the first time. They really struggled in a run game like that. Right. So I don't know. Hopefully, whatever Indiana did, or like how they were bringing that seven, eight, trying to be physical up front. Hopefully, that's something that they can learn and adjust to, because that's a blueprint for yeah. any other teams, honestly. Because right. it's like, all right, we, normally the Bearcats are good 50-50. They couldn't run the ball. I mean, they, they didn't have fifty yards rushing. So right. they didn't. I, I don't, that's I've never seen them team that. So. They had like nine yards at halftime. Yeah, it was nine. It's crazy. And they were up, and they were up by 28. Right. <laughs> it's Go crazy. figure. Hell of a trade-off, right? Yeah, but, I mean, the passing game is remarkable. I mean, it's been remarkable this, remarkable oh, yeah. this year. And uh, For sure. You know, as we talked all the time, man, the only, the only blemish was Arkansas when they dropped, when he overthrew all those touchdown passes yep. that would have put us up a couple touchdowns and, and we'd be ranked number eight or nine this year. And yeah, sure. really have an opportunity to go to run the table and do it again. Yeah. But um, you know, that's a testament to good to good coaching. I mean, I got some critiques in here and there, but um, you know, Gino Gadouli, hands off to him, man. A dude, I do I just remember and, and I and Bearcat fans, please forgive me. Because I'm I don't you know, I don't bite my tongue. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I remember do that. No, I, don't do that. I remember both of the Gadouli boys, they were they were put it this way. If you wanted to party, you had to party with a Gadouli because that's <laughs> and I just not did not think in in God's world, beautiful world that we live in, that this guy would end up being a coach or even graduating from college. Cause I seen it up front. I was doing WSAI back then with uh, John Arena doing the post-game show. Mm-hmm. So I was around these guys a lot. And um uh man. To see him, and I've seen him, yeah, and he'll he'll laugh and, and he'll agree everything I'm saying. I'm not saying anything that he yeah. he doesn't say to the kids, but uh, for this guy, he's going to be a hell of a head coach one day. Um, he changed his life around, and his brother was a little wilder than him, so I give props out to Gino. Um, but a uh, hell of a guy. His dad was a great guy. He used to work out with him and all that good stuff at his gym uh, and all that good stuff. But um, I just got to take my hat off to him and. Uh, and shout out that uh, the brother the brother knows what he's doing. That was a great choice. I, I got. I mean, Luke has done a good job with 
with uh, a lot of his hires, you know, without yeah, yeah. exception of dumb, 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 whatever his name, dumb Brook or whatever his name was. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but but, uh, but but the offense looks way better from last year, last year to this year. No, it doesn't. Like far as just like getting explosive plays, calling shot plays, it's, the run game. Even the last game was whack on bad on a run game, but before that, before that last game, the run game hitting sweeps occasionally, doing different stuff like different. Different things get people in better space. Like I feel like it where Denbrock was like, okay, we're gonna run up the gut. We're gonna run up the gut and then Jerome breaks one. All right. right. Well, breaks it. Well, well, and you know this, and 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 I know this from coaching and playing uh at all levels, is like there there's different types of coaches. There's coaches that fill the game, the goal, guys who who played the game, they were good at it not just better athletes than the next guy, but your Lawrence Taylors and guys who felt the game. They yeah. they knew what to do on a certain play. They can see certain things. Mm-hmm. Um, that's how Geno played. Geno kind of played with the rhythm and, you know, getting people off rhythm. Okay, they're doing this, so we're going to take this. And, and he's very attentive to that. I could see that in his coaching, his play calling. Mm-hmm. He's going to play eight in the box, but I'm going over top because no way your your guy. He probably did the research. The guy runs a 4-5. My guy runs a 4-3. This is going to be a sprint and help my quarterback get the ball to him. And that's what that's what was happened a lot. Um, you know, just flat out, just out chesting them, not yeah, not scripting. <laughs> then you got these scripters, these coaches like Dunbrock and all these other guys who they're going to run. They got four plays for every scenario and they're on there and they're, and they're going to call it because they're not really, you know, those type of people. What will happen is they'll call a play and they'll, they don't look at the list. They'll look a little bit at the play guy like Gino knows the plays and knows the scenarios. So basically he's calling plays based on the play before. Mm, he's calling, it up. You know, yeah. And, and basically I've already, he, he already has in his mind what he's going to call the next play because yeah. he's running this play. I'm running this dive. <clears throat> I'm going to see how this linebacker reacts. The linebacker reacts. Do I want him to react? react? My, my tight end is going down the seam. Especially if they're in cover two, they're in cover two. My tight end's open. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna bring those linebackers up, and I'm gonna get. I'm gonna hit that tight end. They're playing cover three. I'm gonna do play action. My guy's gonna uh, do a stick outside, and 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 boom, I'm out there. I'm yeah. going. To the middle. I'm going to the seam, not the middle. But uh, you know, so it's uh, that's the way great coaches coach, and um. The guys who get hired because their dad and granddad were uh, coordinators and coaches are the ones that read the, the uh, you know, the charts. And the ones yeah. that, that the Belichicks of the world, you know, um, they, they coach on field. They mm-hmm. understand where to put the right people in the right spot. And they're always watching the, the opponent versus paying attention so much as to what my guys are doing. I want to make sure. That put my guys in a good place to be successful, and that's the feel that I get from um, uh, Gino. And, yeah, uh, yeah, and he he's gonna be a hell of a head coach one day. Yeah, for sure. Like I, I was talking to one of my guys during the game. I was like, man, I was like, even though like we lost the game, I was like, it's not on Gino. I'm like, he's actually when I'm looking at the plays, how he's calling them. Like everybody's gonna mess up every once in a while, but in general, right. I feel like the way he, the game flows since he's been calling it. It's been legit. It's not beat up. We haven't been as predictable to me, you know, like just point blank. And I was telling people, telling my guy, I'm like, look, man, Gino's legit. Like, like 
For real. I didn't expect it to be like this good. I, like, I thought he would be better or at least a breath of fresh air from Denbrock. You know, yeah. slight damn because he did get him there, get him to the playoffs, help him get to the playoffs. But at the same time, we knew what he was at Notre Dame before before he came here. We know we right. see him, we see what LSU is doing right now. They don't look like world beaters <laughs> or look uh super exciting on offense. Right. Exactly. Um, so uh you know, and they got talent down there. They got enough talent to be be explosive if they want. But um Absolutely. so it it's good to see, you know, the higher work and then it'd be a, a guy from the area and him to just to take that that leap, you know, because you know, he's been on staff for a while. So if it, do, it doesn't work, he's either going to have to, you, yeah. you have to get rid of him possibly, or, you know, if you don't promote him and he goes somewhere else and it's doing right. what he's doing here, you're like, dang, you should have kept him in a fold. So it's good that uh, it's working out both sides. So Yeah. Um, yeah. I agree a hundred percent with what you're saying, man. I, um, hmm. um, defensively, you know, um, not bad. I mean, yeah. they're, you know, they, uh, I'm going to tell you, that daggone pace is a is amazing. Monster, ain't he? I mean, he's the best linebacker I've seen in, in college football this year. Every I, I, can't argue, I can't argue that. I really can't. Like, it sounds like a homer. That sounds like a homer comment. And I even had to take a step back. So I was like, dude. But I was at the game Saturday. And I'm just like, damn, this dude's an NFL player, bro. Like, yeah. like I don't care. What, like, you could say, all right, he's not 6'1". You know what I'm saying? Right. He's not six foot. But if you watch the tape and don't look at what he weighs, his height, he's an NFL I guarantee player. I mean, he'll be undersized. He'll be in the top two, two rounds. Ain't no way. He, he's going to win the Buckets Award. Or, he got to. Award. He got already, to. I'm already – that kid from Tulsa won it two years ago. He's better than that guy. Oh, yeah, he is. Yeah. Yeah, Kyle, he better in college. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Nah, he, yeah, he's, nah. He is, he's, a, he's a mutant. Like, that kid is crazy. And, like, he it's just like, snapped. Every time something good happens on defense, he's involved. He's like the kid for the Cowboys. And, I mean, you know, not yeah. as big, but he's just everywhere. Sacks, yeah. pass coverage, yeah. run coverage. Yeah. I watched him run over an offensive guard just, I mean, manhandle him. And I'm yeah. like, this dude is 5'11", yeah. 225. Yeah. You and know. Might be, I mean, he was bigger than that. They slimmed him down. He probably was like, he probably like 230. Yeah, they said he 240, might be. then then he lost like 15 pounds. Um but, they but man, yeah, he yeah, like he's 260 something when he came. Oh wow. I wouldn't so, want to see that. Yeah, he was 260 something. Wow. Something like that. Yeah. He was big, big. So they gonna got him slimmed down. And you see what he's doing. He I mean, he was killing at Miami. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he was but, great in Miami. But uh yeah, he about to get drafted. And I was saying, <laughs> I had said something to somebody was like, he can't play his linebacker in the league. I'm like, shit, you ain't been watching the game. Yeah, so like, you ain't been watching the NFL. You got a lot of, you got a lot of guys, 5'11", 230, 235, that's in the league. That that uh, kid from Miami, not Miami, yeah. but Tampa Bay. I mean, there's. Yeah, it's a no, kid. Bro. It's just some, some kids are just different. And he's right. one of them. You know what I mean? Right. Like, like, you know, you get a chance because. Your size, like he don't hit the he don't hit the specs, but if you watch it, yeah, he's an NFL like he's not a safety. You know what I'm saying? No, he's, he's a line, he's a linebacker. Like he's a yeah, he's, he's an NFL linebacker. Right. He's he's They're not nobody in the NFL is going to watch that film and say I, I don't want this guy. No, I want team. I, I played with a guy named Willie Pless. He was about the same size. Willie ended up playing with uh, um, New Orleans for a bunch of years. They call him the Predator. 
uh, same size, maybe 5'11", 225, 230. Yeah. But on film, he played so big. I mean, he didn't avoid any contact with linemen. And linemen, you know, would have to bend over to get to him, and he just light their behinds up. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, nah, it's, uh, yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't see him not um, getting drafted, but I mean, we just got to make sure he stays healthy and yeah, and uh, you know, because without him and in, in the middle like that, I, I you know, and I and I, and I was very critical of uh, uh, Huber. He's been yeah. playing a lot better. I think they and there's a, the other kid has been playing more than him, or not more than him, but a lot more. I can't think of his name. Number four or seven or think seven. Oh, right. Thomas. Yeah, Thomas. yeah. So yeah, yeah. I, I think they they lit a little bit of fire under Huber because he's more, you know, aggressive. He was yeah. extremely timid the first two games. I was like, what is what is going on? And um, uh, yeah, yeah he's been lost out more solid since you since you had the comments. I feel like <laughs> I had to nah. apologize to his dad. Like, hey man, I'm sorry, but we all on the same text. But I had to I had to put it out there on the text, yeah. like, bro, you know, number two is killing us, and I forgot it was his son. But um, you know, he he's a good player. You know, he's a good kid, and yeah, for sure. And um, he just when you watching the two two linebackers, it's like, okay. One guy is playing, you know, 100 miles per hour. And the other guy's playing 35 miles per hour trying yeah. to figure it out. Yeah. And um, now I think he's playing a little more, more um, you know, fancy foot free. And, and then the other, yeah. line, other kid is in there playing. So, I mean, they got a good rotation at linebacker right now. They and definitely. They that, got a strong that, rotation. That helps a lot. Um, strong rotation. We, the other problem, though, I'm, when I when we were talking about um, – what do I see in the negatives is we just don't have that edge rusher. Okay. Our, our defensive ends are pretty stiff hipped, but um, they're great. They're good players. I mean, yeah. everybody doesn't have the athleticism that uh, Samaj had and, yeah. um, you know, some of the guys, but they're good players. They're good, solid players. We just, I just don't see like, like you knew that it was third and eight. They were going to have to chip Samaj or he was, he was going to at least run flush the quarterback up the middle or, yeah. Um, even though he didn't get a lot of sacks last year, yeah, I just don't see that of, same talent. He caused there. a lot of, lot of, lot of havoc, right? For sure. Yeah, Phillips, have Phillips had a solid game. Yeah, he did. Solid game. If he could build on that, I want to yeah. see what the Potter kid. If he keeps, you know, now that they got the other big boy back from the injury, that got the uh, that had the scoop and score. That was his yeah. first game back, so. Now they got about six or seven. They really can rotate. They trust the rotating in there. So I'm yeah, gonna see what I'm gonna see what that looks like coming. You know, next coming weeks, far any knock on wood, yeah. any kind of injuries because them losing Malik, that kind of was a big one. But you know, I thought they would be fine because they had the players. But you know, it's a lot of inexperience going there. So I want to mm. see what that. See if Phillips can keep building on that game that he had. But we don't have that that guy, like you said. Like right now, it's nobody. Well, right now, it's honestly pace. It's the guy they, they kind of kind of look for right now. But now, yeah. on off the edge, we need to see who can step up. Are they going to start sending Thomas a little bit more? Because he's got the size to do it in the speed. So yeah. maybe they start sending him when he's in there. He's kind of coming. You know what I mean? Besides well, being in coverage or kind of having to read stuff, maybe. Yeah. Right now, it's. Uh... You know, it's number zero, man. Yeah, yeah. zero. He's yeah bringing it from right up the right up the gut. When yeah. he comes, <laughs> he comes hard, and it's yeah. hard to block him for sure. And uh, so I, I looked, I looked uh, more 
you know, look for more of that. Um, but you know, they're good players. They're not, I'm not, I mean, you know, I'm not dogging them out at all. I'm just saying that um oh, no, no, no. you just don't have that that great edge rusher. They're, I think they're solid against the run. Yeah. Um, you know, they need to be more punishing. Um, they 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 started to start punishing Miami later in the game, and I really like that. And um, you know, and they played they played well against Indiana. Yeah, gave up a couple of big runs, but um, you know it. You know, I'm I'm they're exactly where I would hope they would be, mm-hmm. and um, uh, just trying to figure out who they are. This is going to be anytime you play Tulsa at Tulsa, you don't know if it's going to be a freaking hurricane <laughs> down the middle of the field or it's going to be snowing or sleeting. Um, and, and they and ain't nothing to do in Tulsa. So, you know, people are going to be at that game to see the Bearcats play. We're the biggest show show to them almost. Besides, you got to be. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> it scares me every time they go to Tulsa because they, I always had three or four nasty ass offensive linemen and 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 some big old fat dude transferred in from Hogmuck University that, <laughs> and and you know and they play dirty and hard and yeah. uh, that, <laughs> I, I, you got to respect them they like yeah. Tulane nobody I don't want to see Tulane this year for real just and, uh, I mean God dang you know you want to you want to have some games off but. I guess we had ours, but um, yeah. but yeah, you can't be a young team going in Tulsa. And yeah, not, it's, not it's weird. Them. Yeah, you gotta respect them. You gotta yeah. respect them. You don't know what kind of weather you're gonna get. You don't know what's going on down yeah. there. Who they got? Mm. Yeah. I think Tulsa is one of those schools where the uh, I think the kind of like the the witness protection program. They got a bunch of thugs from. Uh, <laughs> for Compton playing on that squad, dog. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's, hey, hey, that's a funny, that's a funny uh, segue to what I'm about to say because <laughs> at the presser, it's like a, the thing, and they give you the numbers of like students, right? Uh huh. And then like our student enrollment is like forty some thousand. They got thirty four hundred at Tulsa. At Tulsa. So that might be, it might, college, it might, it might, it might be witness, it might be witness protection for real. Yeah, I'm thinking it is, man. Because some of them cats go up and like, was that last year? Boy, they 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 smacked us around. <laughs> like we, man, them oh, shoot, them big old hogs, them off. They ran the ball seven times, seven yards every time they ran. Yeah, yeah they might uh, they up in the league, I think. Yeah, the one kid was starting for uh, Dallas the other day, yeah. last yeah. night. Tackle. Yeah, and they kept all starting. Yeah. Nah, yeah, man. Yeah. Was yeah. Some, I seen some that's ankle, a big boy. Dude. Yeah, big old boy. He's a big one. But um, yeah, man, that's uh <laughs> I look forward to uh to that game and and um this will be a be a test for the young guys because they're gonna get punched in the mouth. Yeah, for sure. At home. You know, yeah. the good thing is we're not ranked where you know we could be ranked right now. I think, you know, I think right outside the top 25 thing like yeah. 27 or something like that right. i don't understand that either but whatever yeah we but that i mean we like we had that one loss to arkansas and everybody expects arkansas not to be this good yeah. be that good and, and it's a bad loss for us to be to be quite honest we should not yeah. have lost to them watch it yeah, if you saw the game it's definitely a bad yeah. loss like because it's, yeah. it's one that you should have 
Yeah, they yeah. Got, they really beat them. Like it's crazy. I mean, they, yeah. they beat themselves. How about that? You didn't. Right. You don't win. You don't win. But right. You beat and there's yourself. not. Yeah, and there's not another team in the conference at this point. No, they ain't going to break the top 25 anytime soon. But, I mean, all those teams, like like Tulane is undefeated. Yeah. Um, uh, who else is undefeated? Um, yeah, Tulsa's Tulane. not. But, no, not Tulsa. They had some tough games. They, they just yeah. played Ole Miss. Only lost by eight to Ole Miss. That's right. Me. Exactly. And that's that's what, what I'm trying to say. And and they, they could they could possibly don't know what they're gonna do because this year they've been throwing the ball around the yard, which is crazy. But the recipe for success against UC was uh Running. playing smash mouth against them. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah, we only we don't have anybody that's purely undefeated in the conference anymore. Memphis is one three and one, Navy is one and two, UCF is three and one, Tulane three and one. Houston two and two, SMU two and two. Those are like the big threats. Yeah, UCF oh. man. I think I think they're gonna be. I think he's about to tumble good them. Oh yeah, you think he's I, gonna bounce? No, nah, I think he's about to be their, their, their tumble bear. Uh, Malzahn, Mal, Gus, oh, Mal, Gus, yeah, Mal, yeah, Mal, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's yeah. about to be their tub. Everybody I, deserves a tub reveal. Yeah, I think I think everybody gets. I think that's gonna happen. You know how Tubbs had us like respectable for the first couple of years after yeah. the first touchdown. Then it just started declining. I think he's gonna do them the same way. Man, those retreads don't work, man. Retread yeah. coaches don't work. Never. I don't. Two really worst, see. two worst coaches in UC history. Three, well, two was was Tommy Tuberville <laughs> and Dave Curry. He was my head coach, and you don't people don't even know. Nah, I, I, hit, Dave, nah, I don't I even remember Dave. Dave Curry. Nah, I hit the Dave. Curry. He was horrible, man. He was the worst coach of college football, man. <laughs> I, he he almost killed the program. He was horrible. Uh, he if, was I, if I see his old behind on the street, I might trip it. You might trip him still. Yeah, because he, he was horrible, man. Hey, yeah, it's funny. It's funny because that's how I feel. Like that's how a lot of the players feel about Thugs. He'd be like, "Man, imagine." I said it was rough watching. He said, "Imagine playing for him." <laughs> see, play playing for who? Playing for Thugs. <laughs> I know. He said, "Imagine playing for him." I said, "Man." Well, you know, you remember how we would come out of the press box and go to the. <laughs> to the uh coaches yeah a press conference and and his wife and his all his buddies yeah. come in town they'd be ready to they was dressed yeah. to go to the yeah. club and everything tub said about three words yeah we'll play yeah. a good team team good boys good. Ready. gotta go <laughs> and he's gone to the club man go to the club, i was yeah. like god dang yeah, yeah. Them, them 45 minute practices it was crazy yeah, it was wild. Man. Now he's a now he's a freaking senator. Yeah, that's wild. From Alabama. Oh my God. Wow. That's what we only knew. Yeah. Whoever <laughs> thought, thought a dude that coached to you during the prime <laughs> could, could bust a team down. Man. Like the, a program like that. He almost put us. That's probably why we couldn't get in the big spell that first. I, time. I, I guarantee <laughs> you that was a big reason why. Because they hired him thinking that's what was gonna happen. We we're gonna get to ACC. Yeah. <laughs> and uh <laughs> And they were like, "Oh, y'all got the wrong dude." Yeah. And but but anyway. Yeah. For sure. I digress, man. I know it's getting late. I know you <laughs> yeah, probably got to sure. It's eleven o'clock your time. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's man. Been, it's been real once again. For sure, man. I appreciate brother. you. Oh man, for sure. We do this. We do this like in our sleep, man. Yeah. And, um. Um. Yeah. Wanna gonna have what time is that Tulsa game? Is that a seven, night game? Seven. Oh. 
seven on ESPNU. Okay. So, so I guess it'd probably be six your time. Yeah. Six your time. I'll be on the patio watching it. And I'm going to have to check it out. I should be able to be stationary. So, I'll be uh, smoking. I'll be smoking one of my cigars. My, uh, I think I'll go with my um, Perdomo champagne. Uh, hopefully, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll start smoking after halftime. If it looks like we're gonna win, I'll start smoking. <laughs> if, we, if we're struggling, I'm gonna be cussing my neighbors. Gonna be looking over the fence like, what is he drowning <laughs> <laughs> in the pool or something? Yeah, be like, be like that sometimes. So, yeah, the, the way games be more stressful than the home games. Oh, that's what I'm saying. I don't. It's a love. I, I, I almost hate to watch the Bearcats sometimes, man. Like this past week, it was like first half, you know, grandkids climbing all over me. Oh, second half, <laughs> get away from me. That's how it go, man. <laughs> That's how it go. Because I was like, I'm at the thing. I'm like, man, like taking, distracting the uh, <laughs> the media part of it. And I was in the overflow, so I was safe for real. <laughs> but it got, but it got crazy because it was like it was like bro I could see it happen I'm like they gonna slow walk them down ain't they like in my head like, it's, it's damn they slow walking them that's what I nah, said they ain't gonna slow walk them they slow oh, that's them. embarrassing I was like oh, I was gonna, I was gonna be embarrassed if they yeah. came back but but they did, I game so. man those guys uh, I mean I don't know what it is about Luke's teams they just got to be more focused at times and. You know, especially when it comes to um, all those damn penalties, man. That is, yeah, that is heartbreaking. They were you doing know, good, yeah. too, early. Yeah. They were doing good. Like, this game, they were doing good. Then it got rough. My man had – the couple of them was a little iffy, I thought, though. I will tell you when it went bad, and you were at the game, so you didn't hear it. The, the announcer said – What did he say? <laughs> Bearcats only have four penalties <laughs> for a team that – is one of the worst penalized com- uh, uh, teams in the country. Yeah, ten penalties, and they ran off six, like six straight. Like, <laughs> yeah, because it was like three. It must have been three after, because it was legit. Like, because I was, I literally looked at it because you know how you look at the stats and it show you that the, like, the little cumulative. It was like, damn, they only got in my head. Did it just start going crazy? I can't even blame Mets anymore. I got you know. <laughs> He was my scapegoat for a couple <laughs> years, man. He was good for two or three offsides. Yeah, he was That was his. Is he is he still on the roster? I, I haven't yeah. seen him. Play. Yeah, he had got had an injury. Okay, so like he's cool now. I think like if they need him, maybe. Okay, but I think that's what slowed him up because he was probably going to be the guard, and then the other kid, the uh, the the right tackle, he's to walk on. And then they just they fell in love with him, and he's been doing pretty damn good. Like, yeah. So um, that's what's up. Yep. So that's pretty crazy. Like his story is, he might have to be able to make a book or something, especially with nil. <laughs> oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he might be able to pull that off. Yeah. So from walk on to the starter, like say as a sophomore, junior, I think. Where, where's he from? Ah, don't give me the line. Uh, I don't worry about it. I'll figure it out, bro. Cool. But yeah, man. Cool. Well, we'll end it on that. All right, bro. uh, make sure I hit you up during uh during the game. And uh y'all just make sure y'all check out the front office news. Follow the front office news, hit up 513 shirts and get y'all some TFO and gear. And then if y'all gamble, hit the link on the website. 
and y'all get a free play using TFON 125. All right. Yeah, can I give a shout out? Let me give a shout out before I go. I'm gonna give a shout out to the Bearcat Brothers uh text link that we got going on. It's growing and growing. I don't know how many, maybe a hundred or so ex Bearcats. Um uh from some legends, uh Reggie Taylor, just a bunch of great players, and like I said, uh Huber's dad. Um um john arena just chatted with him just so uh you know shout out to you guys um you know i'm sending you the link again i don't need you to to you know check my boy out not only on the podcast but uh the front office news is is you know one of the larger outlets and, and he and i've been doing covering um you know uc football for a long time and uh he's done a great job of it he does football and basketball so shout out um, i'm going to put this on the link and i want you to share with everybody in, in bearcat land all right brothers all right we're back i appreciate that y'all and that's how we're going to end this, this, end this uh, podcast. <laughs>